Okay. We're beginning now the ninth letter. And this letter, like the preceding one, centers on the theme of charity. If a person performs charity properly, it's given unstintingly. And not only after all of your own needs and desires have been satisfied. It should be given in the spirit that, as was a saying among the disciples, the Hasidim of the Alter Rebbe, the author of the Tanya, inside my slice of bread, there's your share too. God is providing for you through me. Meaning that we should feel obligated to share with others and provide for their needs the same way we have to provide for our family's needs. Which, if you do it this way, you're giving charity in a completely selfless manner. Doing so for God's sake. And the only reason, then, that you have to give your own family is because they're Jewish souls who are part of God. And you have responsibility to them. And actually, so is every poor person. A Jewish soul and a part of God that I have responsibility for. So the Rebbe begins with terms of endearment, my beloved ones, my brethren and friends who are like my soul. He's imbuing in us this love for each other by addressing us in such loving fashions. We're his beloved friends. When we befriend a fellow Jew, we become a beloved friend of the Alter Rebbe. The Rebbe says, I'm coming to, to wake you up, those people that are sleeping, that are sleeping the slumber of the vanity of vanities, meaning of physicality, that physical things are, are emptiness. They're insubstantial. They have no true existence. They have no loftier purpose than themselves. They're the vanity of vanities, complete trivialities. And to open the eyes of the blind, which is a reference to the soul inside the body. The soul is sighted. But when the soul is inside the body and the body is leading it, it's like a sighted person whose eyes are bound and who's led in this fashion or an intelligent person led by an imbecile. So the soul is a part of God. But if the soul can't contain the body from holding back from its desires, it's as if the soul is blinded by the body. So we want to heal this blindness so the soul could again see the truth, to see what's really happening. As in all of these drivings, all of their longings, everything, instead of being bound up on more and more and more physicality, it's be bound up on God. Not only when you pray, not only when you study, not only when you do the commandments, even in your mundane affairs, you should be attached to God. And not doing something for myself, for my family. Do your mundane life for God. Because otherwise, we're just like all the other nations of the world who feed and provide for their families out of self-love. You love yourself, so you love your spouse. You love your children. It's a part of you. But we want our love for people to be selfless. As the verse says, who is like your people, Israel, a unique nation on earth. That even in the earthly matters, we're unique because we won't separate from God's unity. And if we truly focus on the idea of the unity of God, nothing exists besides him. If nothing exists besides him, I might make different choices in my life. And if I close my eyes and say the Shema, 
And when I say, hero Israel, God is God, God is one, and I'm attesting that God's unity is in all the realms, even in the most mundane realm. But then I open up my eyes, I finish the Shema prayer, and I just gave false testimony. Because I'm looking at the world not as an extension of God, as I just proclaimed, as a self-sufficient entity, separate and distinct from God. And I'm conducting my affairs in a selfish manner, not for the sake of heaven. So everything I just said in the Shema prayer, I, I didn't really mean at all. Because what I meant in the Shema prayer is it's all God. But as I live my life, it's all me. It's all separate from God. So we need to, even in our mundane affairs, focus not on my benefits and my needs, but animating souls, providing sustenance for fellow Jews whose souls are pieces of God and give them whatever they need with tremendous bountiful kindness. And this is sort of like acting as God does. Because God is always in a fashion of kindness. God is animating all of creation. And we should do the same. We also need to be focused on animating, on sustaining those in need. And this should be our ultimate purpose if we're involved in our work, in commerce, to provide sustenance for the souls of all my fellow Jews. So why do I provide first for my own family? Well, that's what Torah writes. Torah dictates that your spouse and your children take precedence over everyone else. But if not for that, you really shouldn't. 